better way to bring in the new year with little dicky i couldn't agree more i he, love it he hasn't been in the news lately and i haven't heard of any like new songs or anything lately from him but you know we're keeping him alive here yeah i think we need to write him some petition letters to get him uh, back on the airwaves i agree um okay 2019 happy new year to our listeners happy new year to kyle it's january 1st happy new year back <laughs> at you. you thank you did you stay awake for midnight i did did you have I- a midnight kiss I did not have a midnight kiss. I was the designated driver um, for about six people. Okay. Well, did it hurt your feelings to not have a midnight kiss? And is this the first midnight since you knew that was a thing that you have not had a kiss? No. Um, it did not hurt my feelings whatsoever. Um, and uh, this is not the first time, no. <laughs> I've actually gone – I've gone quite a few. I don't okay. – I mean, I don't – I don't um, – I guess – it's not like a religious thing, but I don't believe in it. I think, it's, I think, I think, not for you. I enjoy watching other people be so big on the New Year, New ugh, New Year's kiss that it makes me feel like a fucking lion watching a bunch of sheep do their thing, conform to society. Oh my goodness! Well, speaking <laughs> of society conforming, uh, we got a lot of new laws we're going to get into. Um, we're going to tap. Or touch on some resolutionists, but before we get into that, uh, I had the in-laws over. You did. That's I had right. them over for like. What was that four, experience like? It was how, good. how many? Uh, seven, seven Ooh. total. Seven total in a two-bedroom, one bath, a little uh, house. What's the square square feet? Uh, seven fifty-four. Wow. Yeah. So we were we packed were, house. We had it going on. It was uh, it was a lot of commotion. It was a lot of fun. A lot of good food, uh, a lot of charades. Oh, I bet there's lots of good food. A lot of charades and uh, some old-fashioned yeah. barbecuing. Um, so, is New Year's since it is kind of a holiday? Is it a family-oriented holiday like Christmas? Uh, I think it depends on your family. I think it okay. can be. Yeah, I think it can be. Do you think it should be? Mm, I personal choice, I guess. Okay. Did you hang out with extended family on New Year's? Extended family? No, I went over uh, to my parents' house. Okay. Uh, hung out with them for a little bit, but no, uh, no extended family. Uh, we had um, everyone in town for Christmas, so everyone was kind of already back home. There you go. And they're not going to venture out. Uh... Do you have a New Year's resolution? No, I don't believe in them. I think that anybody <laughs> that wants to be make a serious New Year's resolution shouldn't wait till New Year's. Like they decide. Let's say, let's say I'm sitting there and I'm fat, and I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to. Start going to the gym come January 1st. And let's say this is like December 8th. Okay. Wouldn't it be more beneficial to me and more motivating if I just started that day instead of saying, I'm going to start January 1st? Well, I think I'm more likely to succeed if I start December 8th What if post-January 1st. What if that same person has a lot of events coming up around Christmas and the New Year's? You mean a lot of excuses? Because those sound like excuses. So what if they're using those as, hey, look, I got a lot of things going on and I know I'm going to have a good time. The new year is an awesome way to start fresh. You don't believe in starting fresh at a specific date? No, because I think if they were to start, even if they had all those things coming up, they could start bettering themselves December 8th and then have those cheat days or cheat meals or whatever they want to do. Oh, Cheat parties, whatever. And then, you know, as soon as as soon as the, the holidays are over, get right back into it. Or as soon as Christmas is over, get back into it for the 26th through the 31st. Party again if you must. 
yeah. and then jump right back into it. Don't get me wrong. I think um, everybody that decides, you know what, I'm going to better myself, more power to them, and I hope they succeed. Nice. Okay. So just positive wishes all around, but you are saying, hey, look, just start now. Why wait? Yeah. Okay. I, I think like that. I think people, I mean, and I haven't, hard, though, I haven't looked at any, it is hard. I haven't looked at any statistics or anything, but I would venture to say people most likely uh, follow through with their goals if they start before New Year's. Because I think uh, a lot of people that start on New Year's probably give it a week or two and then get tired of it and don't actually bring it into, is fruition the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Don't actually look at me go. Yeah, that's don't actually bring right it into fruition and um, end up failing because they can't turn it into a habit properly. Mm. Um, so what's new in 2019? Is there anything new in your life? Um, nope, still uh, still jobless. Okay. Okay. <laughs> still still jobless. Uh, I'm actually almost through the exam book though. That's going to give me that extra certification for uh, the securities industry exam. Okay, and that so that's should like make finance me finance and that trade. Sh- yep, that should make me a more. Uh, more powerful player in the uh, in terms of uh, looking good. Okay, cool. Um, Not to mention, I'll, uh, I'll know, know how to do the job better. <laughs> That's right. A know, lot of info in that book. At least know the ins and outs. Yeah. Um, okay, so new laws. We got one that I think you would probably laugh really hard at, and that's Seattle raising the minimum wage. Yes. They actually raised it to, correct me if I'm wrong, to $15. And then is it going up? What what it is is it depends on the size of your business. So the big corporations, they there's a sixteen dollars. Like the the places that have the mo- I think it goes off of they base your size off of how many employees you have. So the places okay. with the most employees, it's actually sixteen dollars an hour. And then the general medium sized businesses is fifteen dollars an hour. The sixteen dollars an hour ones have places like McDonald's, Taco Bell, stuff like that. Places that are basically going to say. All right, you want $16 an hour? Sounds good. We'll pay you that for the next two weeks. By the way, go fuck yourself. You don't have a job anymore. We're going to automate your job because it's unskilled. So what happened because of that? Because, what has oh, happened for in Seattle? Seattle? Uh, when they, when they um, well, I don't know if it's when it went into effect or when they announced it or what, but the city lost 5,000 jobs. 5,000 jobs from the one law. The people that kept their job, what happened to their paycheck? Um, on average, their paychecks were. This is according to. Um, well, I mean, we got the we got the uh, the article off national news, but I don't know who the actual source is. But because um, I don't want to, I don't want people saying, "Oh my god, you're yeah, fucking wrong yeah. with that stuff." Nice but on average, on average, the. Um, yeah, we get our information from the internet, like everyone else. That's true. True story. Um, on average, one hundred twenty-five dollars was taken off of everybody's paycheck uh, biweekly. So, so essentially, what happened was. Overnight, quote unquote, 5,000 jobs just gone. Then hours cut. So they got their $16, but then they started working less, less I think, uh, hourly. I think less. it was, I think it was on average people lost eight hours a month. Jeez. So is that good or bad for, let's do this. Is it good or bad for business? Um, for the business owners, I think it doesn't really matter because they'll just like they're doing now. They're going to adapt and overcome to the situation. And the people who complained about the minimum wage laws, the unskilled – keep in mind I'm saying unskilled. Unskilled laborers okay, are the ones that are getting shafted for protesting themselves out of a job because that's what they did. So you believe that – and I love the – I think we said this before. I love the Chris Rock comment where it's like you make minimum wage. If they could pay you less, they would. Yeah. Do you think that's fair to the worker? 
what the minimum wage law yeah i think that they i think they have the ability to go uh better themselves um through education in order to get better paying jobs opposed to having to work the minimum wage jobs yeah but we know people with education that still can't like get decent jobs yeah that's true um i so this so what do you think of the laissez-faire style of business operation which is like that hand of that invisible hand that shapes the market and there should be zero government regulation on business entities because the market is the market and it will structure how it should structure regardless yeah society will, will if- build itself as long as there's no regulation because it has to build itself. Yeah, I agree 100% because then you go back to the thing where it's like the job's only going to pay – the job's going to pay you as little amount as possible to keep you from to quitting survive, your job. To survive. The yeah, business to, to survive. is, is a, And people, an people make the argument, oh my god, I can't survive on that wage. Well, you've been doing it for the past two, three years or however long you've had that job, right? Not to mention all the educational programs and grants and loans and stuff like that, people that – are that have no income and let's say they're minorities or whatever they have they have a better opportunity to get those grants than i do i can, if i applied for those grants they say look at this fucking guy who the fuck does he think that who the fuck does he think he is that's gonna go to this person over here okay so i'm gonna play devil's advocate here what would you say to the unskilled worker making 11 dollars an hour all of a sudden making 15 dollars an hour do you feel like for doing the same job do you feel like that would not only benefit their life, but help them stimulate the economy, giving them more money to use in the ecosystem. I think it would do both those things. But if you look at... Those are both positives. So Right. They're both positives for that person, but not yeah. for the business. And it's not the businesses... A business... Somebody doesn't go into business to say, you know what? I'm going to go into business so I can pay other people as much as I possibly can. So they go into business to solve some kind of problem or to, to create some product or service, right? Yeah. And then these... And then um, it's not their their job to sit there and go, okay, well, you know what? Fuck my business. I'm just going to give this person $15 <laughs> an hour because it would be better for them and it would be better for the economy. It doesn't so work like that. do you feel like business ethics should come into play at some point? And I guess what I'm trying to go with this question is, 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 there, is there too much profit? I know that sounds crazy. Is there such a thing as too much of a profit margin? Because when you compare U.S. CEOs – to Japanese CEOs, they they make substantially more money than the Japanese counterpart, like like by factors of hundreds. Yeah. So so basically, so basically, you want to get into a conversation about socialism and capitalism. Cause that's because that's where it's going. We're 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 comparing the Japanese CEO to the American CEO, and the Japanese CEO makes like tenfold the amount of the minimum wage worker in their company but when you look at the american ceo they make like 500 times and i just pulled that 500 out but i know it's substantially greater than the japanese yeah so i guess the the question is not capitalism versus socialism but from a business ethics perspective how much money for profit is too much money for profit and it can we really know that i don't think i don't think there's a limit on it okay i don't think i don't think there's such thing as too much profit if you if you're business if you're in business still and you're succeeding through a product that helps people or through a service that helps people or a product or service that somebody wants, I don't think there should be a limit on your salary because um, you're providing value that's exactly. equitable if, to the amount of value at, you're you providing. Like okay, if if you if you look at it that way, you'd have to look at it for um, like the 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 niche skill 
I said niche. I told myself I'd never say niche because I always said niche, but I just fucking did it live. <laughs> Anyways. That a baby. Um, if you you got to look at it from, let's say, um, a self-employed person, like a doctor's perspective. Like, would you put a cap on a surgeon's salary if you had the choice to? If you, if well, okay. You know what? That's you know a great what? question. This surgeon makes 250 grand a year. Go. F- this guy should go fuck himself. He should only get 100 grand. He'd say, okay. you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to be a surgeon. These people can all die. What if, he, what if he was the only surgeon that could do a specific type of brain surgery and was like, ha, 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 I'm going to do it for millions and millions of dollars and no one can stop me because I'm the only guy that can do it. Yep. And then some people can't afford to pay it, so game over. I would do that. (laughs) If I if I was a surgeon and I was the only person in the world that knew how to do a certain type of thing, you better fucking believe I'm getting paid millions, 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 billions of dollars. Even at the expense of people's lives. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this completely the other way now and say the inventors of polio didn't patent their vaccine because they wanted to give it to the world. So we have two polarized views here. Is there a middle ground? Maybe. I don't know. Like, if I if I had the skills, there's it's not like I would sit there and say, you know what, I want these fucking people to die. But I would charge appropriately. <laughs> well, okay. And so the appropriate charge is defined, in your opinion, by the economy. No, a government shouldn't say, wait a minute, brain surgeons, you can't make more than 200K. That's a lot. Correct. Okay. And then... What if, because the and, amount and of people... And to be honest, I don't, have, I don't have an answer to the problem. Sure. And, and, and no one, I don't think, really does, but it just generates really good discussion because this problem was brought up hundreds of years ago, yeah. you know, way back in the, the earlier, earlier settlers' days. So, so yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe I'd, uh, if I was the only person I could do it, I'd somehow uh, license my, uh, my skills to teach other people. And they just have to pay me a fucking <laughs> like a royalty. I, you know what? That's what I'd probably do. Thinking about it now, because kind of put me on the spot before, but think yeah, about yeah, it now, yeah, yeah. I think I would teach as many people as I possibly could the technique, and I would charge a royalty for teaching them. And for every surgery they did, <laughs> so you better believe I'm taking a piece. So you'd be like Black Bear, and then just franchise all your restaurants, and each restaurant would be like another doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And I, and I, I would just take a lifetime royalty, and you know what? I'd probably end up doing it for free. I, I'd find people that I really uh, could. Re- I don't Okay, that's going to come up. Something bad. I, I find people <laughs> it, that I wanted to, you know, I was like, you know what? You're struggling. I'm going to give it to you for free. I would love to have that feeling to save people's yeah. lives for free. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, what else we got? What's what's a new a new law um, that is raising eyebrows? Mm, we got a, uh, so there was one about if you misgender someone, you're going to get slapped on the wrist, either with time or money. That's right. How insane is that? If you misgender somebody, you could be looking at a $1,000 fine, anywhere from $1,000 to jail time. How yeah. crazy is that you could go to jail for misgendering somebody? So if you, I think that's fucking insane. If you misgender someone in California, you are slapped with $1,000. And I think, it's, I only, think it's in the workplace. It's only with hospital. Yeah, okay. There we go. So there's, there's some uh, keynotes there. Hospitals or workplace. If you misgender someone, then it's a bad deal. What does that do for someone who's misgendered? Do you think that helps them or hurts them? No, I think it hurts them because I think it makes people despise them even more. <laughs> like, so I think I think it would the people that already are, and, and I think it could turn a lot of people that are unsure. Like, yeah, I don't know about that, and then they hear about the law and they go, "Wait a minute, that's fucking ridiculous." You're telling me I can go to jail for calling that girl that or calling that uh, the dude that looks like a woman, and I honestly think she's a woman based off the way she looks. Saying "ma'am" when it wants to be called "sir," 
And that, and you can you, go to jail for that. And in your opinion, that's a completely harmless under, misunderstanding. And you're just trying to be polite by saying, yeah. sir, ma'am. Now you're like, uh-oh. I don't did, you know see, did you see the video of the dude that freaked out in GameStop? No. Oh, I did. did no. Because you sent it to me. It wasn't you? GameStop. It was a vape guy. No, 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 no. That's the Trump freak out. Okay, I didn't see that. Okay, you didn't see the, the GameStop one. No. Because so there was a transgender in GameStop. This is like current, current event. Um, transgender man that turned into a woman. And you look at it. It looks like Hulk Hogan. Right? Just so Hulk, it, Hulk it looks cross-dressing? Like a, it looks like a dude with long hair. Okay. Right? Yep. And... And um, what happened was the employee said, hey, can you guys please step out of the way because that person's trying to get by. He wasn't referring to, to, it, to it as a male. He was generalizing saying, hey, can you guys move? Like if there were two women there, I'd say, hey, could you guys move? I would still say the same thing. But that's what, that's what the employee said. And the man woman just st- – that's right. I'm saying man. <laughs> man just woman. started freaking out. It's ma'am. It's ma'am. You're going to call me ma'am. Blah, blah, blah. It's ma'am. Turns around, starts kicking shit in the store. It's ma'am. And then she goes, or, or he goes, whatever. Okay, I'm going to call it he. Then he goes, you want to call me, you want to call me a, a guy? Let's go outside. I'll show you the guy in me. Like that, like fucking wow. threatening to beat the employee up, right? And I'm just sitting there watching this video like, oh my gosh. And it's turning around, kicking shit, breaking shit in the store. And it's- demanding that it gets called... And and the employees asking so to stop cussing. If okay, if this okay, let's just say you harmlessly call a group of people by the misgender, and they started losing their mind. What would you That's do? Exactly what happened? What would you do? What and would the, you do to remedy that situation? They start throwing a tantrum, kicking stuff. Would you say, "Hey, ma'am, look, my bad, honest okay, and mistake." That's what the, and that's what the employee did. And the person still did not freak, stop freaking out. Started demanding the phone number to corporate. About how they misgender people in that store because he said it's not the first time he's been misgendered there, and then he starts threatening him, saying, "What? What's the what's the proper uh, acronym? LGBTQ? Yeah, LGBTQ. LGBT. Say, I'm I'm re- I'm going to tell the entire LGBTQ community, and they're never going to shop there. And then and then he goes, and you're going to lose a lot of business over this. First of all, like the fucking employee yeah. cares. So the employee is saying that makes it, he's getting paid minimum, probably minimum wage or a wage. He's making so sixteen bucks an hour now. If less people come in the store, it's better for him because it's less work that he has to fucking do. So jokes on you, uh, whatever your name was. Uh, and um, he's probably like, and, yeah. Okay. And going back to the original question, me personally, if it was yelling at me, I wouldn't sit there and try. I would I would leave. Or I'd instantly call the police and say, hey, this, this dude's causing a ruckus and sorts. Because he was kicking shit and, and knocking over fucking uh, displays and stuff. Oh, my goodness. It's insane. Uh, and, I and, and I wanted to have accepted the challenge to go out there. And he said, let's go outside. I'll show you. <laughs> I would have accepted okay, the challenge. Okay, let's go. I accept. It was, oh, he was big. It was big. Like I said, it looked like Hulk Hogan. Wow. But Did he say brother? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> didn't say that. Uh, what else we got? So, oh, but what about New Hampshire? Uh, so, New Hampshire... In 2018, had a revelation. They said, "Hey, look, maybe it's not chill if 13 year olds get married. Let's just raise it to 16 to be safe." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So uh, one of the oldest was, was, states in the union. It was originally 13 for girls and uh, 14 for boys in order to legally get married, and now they're like, you know what? It's 16 for both now. We're not dealing with that. That child's play, well, literally. Think of it, they're like, New Hampshire? Yeah, no kidding, child's play. So they land off the Mayflower, post up, or whatever, and they're like, yeah, 13's cool. All right, that's chill. And this was like the 1700s. Now, fast forward, you know, three, 400 years. Hey, guys, we should revisit that. That stuff's pretty old school. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. 
I can never imagine letting a 13-year-old marry in 2018. Yeah. That's bonkers. Kind of insane, huh? Did anyone ever get married in 2018 at that age? Uh, I would assume so. Jeez. If they're changing the law, I would, say, I, I, would say, I would venture to say too many. I want to know who was the guy that found that and was like, hey, hey, guys, we need to check this out. Wait a minute here. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. That's kind of crazy, huh? What if it was like, because one of his daughters wanted to get married and he's like, pump the brakes. Yeah. Man. This is getting out yeah. of control. Well, think about it. Like, like you got to like think about how much a 13-year-old, like, I don't think they can make that sound decision. At yeah, the there's no way. What happens when they turn 18 or... 20 or whatever, and they're like, holy shit, this was a bad choice. Then the, yeah. then, then, then they just add life. a percentage to the, the, the divorce ratio, yep. and it's yep. just bad news. Yeah, that's a bad deal, dude. Um, and then the age disparity. What if some older guy's like, dude, I'm about for some, you know, 13-year-old because it's cool. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if that was allowed or not without parental consent if the other person was already a legal adult or not. I, don't, I didn't look that far into it. Okay. But, um, but yeah, it's... Uh, I thought it was pretty crazy when I read it. I like, oh my goodness, hell. dude! Um, so, but that- I mean, look at Sweden. Sweden's doing all right, and the legal age of consent to have sex is <laughs> like twelve or thirteen. No, it's not that low. I it's think fifteen, so. dude. No, it's fifteen. Is it? Uh, I think it's like thirteen. It's fifteen. It might be. I don't know. I'll let you have that one. All right, all right. Still pretty dumb. You could probably, still pretty if you would have said that for like Thailand or Singapore, I'd have been like, "Hey, you might be right." I don't think there is an age in Thailand no, or Singapore. My- Anyways. Anyways. Uh, Shoot. So, what else we got? What other some, what are some new laws that came out? Uh, uh, Illinois did the hunter thing. That's right. You can now wear pink. So, so pink's cool. Or orange vests in in Illinois, and I think Colorado's like that too. I think Colorado's been like that. Pink or orange is in. Yeah. Um, so for all you uh, for all you female oh. hunters or female would be hunters out there, you can now look cute while hunting. I'm gonna go on record and say this. Everyone's really there's like this lame. I think it's lame. This whole hate on California movement. I think it's ridiculous. All of a sudden, this whole like media scene is like, California sucks. You guys suck. That, that scene's been around for like I'm two leaving. years. Two, three years. I'm leaving and uh, you guys, I'm going to keep my money and not pay the high taxes and da 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 and support all these crazy laws. For business owners, it makes sense though. The, business owners are taxed very and, high. And we're going to go right into that. The California just said that you have to have one female on the board of directors. That's right. By, By the, the end, end of 2019. Of 2019. Every corporation, every major corporation has to have at least one female. So I do know that most corporations in California are actually registered in the Cayman Islands and Delaware. Are they really? Yep. I did not know that. Tax purposes. So uh, I don't know how... So do they fit that bill? Honestly, probably 90% of these corporations in California do not fit the bill. Like all these big tech companies probably aren't registered in California. Well, I, I didn't know be- that. I would almost That's venture a fun to say. fact for me. Yeah, Delaware has like the best tax breaks for corporations. Florida's, and then like Florida's really big too. Yeah, and then the Cayman Islands is, is right Cardone. up there. That's why Grant Cardone moved to Florida. <laughs> Grant Cardone clowns on California too. Yeah, because he used to live here and he moved his business to Florida to save on taxes. Yeah, but it's not he, even for the he business. He ventures to say... All you business owners that are in Cal- that live in California are fucking crazy. And then he, he goes, says that. Then he goes like, "Oh, if you're a homeowner, you're paying a bunch of money for water, and da, 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 da. come yeah. live in my Florida hotels and apartments. It's chill." Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm totally cool with paying the price to live in the beautiful climate that is the West Coast That's, of California. That is what you're paying for in California. Yeah, no doubt. Climate. Yeah, you're, you're paying for the luxuries of it for sure. But. uh yeah, everyone's just like, I can't stand California and the way it's going and da 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 and I'm sitting there going, Move, please. Well have you have you seen the interviews with people from the other cities and or countries, the other cities and states that they're moving to? No. I watched a 
uh, YouTube video on they were interviewing people in downtown Boise, Idaho, because Idaho was the most migrated to state out Boise of California. Cool. Yeah, California. Boise would be cool. Seventeen percent of people. It was seventeen or nineteen percent of people that moved out of California moved to Idaho, and the people in well, did they say, 50, did they say half why? The, how the people in Idaho are fucking pissed. They go, we don't want any fucking Californians coming here because then they're just going to turn our red state into a blue state and it's going to be just as fucked up as California. That's not but true. It's not true because the people that are moving out of California are, are leaving because they don't like it. Exactly. And By the way, Idaho is the most red state in the United States. Idaho also has more cows than people. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. That's another fun fact I did not know. I didn't realize cows could be Republican. <laughs> wow. Is that how they're doing it? That's how they do it, dude. Wow. Um, so yeah, what's I, the I, I would say, by the way, to answer your question, why do you think everyone's moving to Idaho or anywhere else? Because it's probably the most opposite of California. That's a trip. It's got good scenery too. Yeah. I wouldn't mind visiting. I, I yeah. definitely want to live. And you know what? Oregon, Oregon, is, I think Oregon was second. Oregon's And cool. Oregon's extremely liberal. And, yeah, and no, a lot well, of, a lot of, or, is it Oregonians? Or, Oregonians? Well, Oregonians. A lot of them are fucking pissed off about it too. <laughs> well, they just don't like they don't because they don't like their small towns becoming more crowded. So I don't. I think it's just a, a metropolitan thing in California because like Bay Area people are just scattering out of there like cockroaches, dude. Yeah, they're coming to Paso, they're coming to Santa Maria, they're coming like way down, and then guys from LA are just like trickling out as well. Um, Would you want to live in the Bay, dude? No, it's terrible. There's an app for the Bay There's that no tells way. you where the most homeless species is. It's ridiculous, so that you can avoid that route on your way to work. That's fucking sad, dude. And when it rains I, I in San Francisco, of, I would venture to say it's one of the worst places to live, and it's one of the most expensive places to live. If you make a hundred ten grand a year, you're considered low income in San Francisco. Yeah, but in the city, their opportunities are literally what you make of it. There are, well, any big city is going to be yeah, like that. Ex- exactly, and I think people will just put California under the microscope because it is California. But you go to New York; it's the same way. It's extremely overpriced. Sure. Tons of disparity. Um, Chicago, yeah, Denver. Chicago would be the same way. I'm sure Pittsburgh. I've never been. To, I've never been there, but I'm sure that's the same way. Philadelphia, uh, Denver, yeah, Denver is does have a lot of homeless and yeah, but it's more affordable in Denver, I guess. It is compared to other big cities, yeah. but like I don't necessarily want to. Definitely not forever, but I don't don't necessarily like have the desire to live in a big city like for the purposes of good living. Yeah, but I want to live in the next in a big city probably over the next five years just because of. The opportunities that are there. Exactly. There's more people. There's yeah. more money. There's, there's more everything. Yeah. The, everything's just kind of amplified. Um, so Oregon is really popular because no sales tax. And it is somewhat liberal. So the liberal people that are struggling. Especially Portland. Yeah. Portland, Portland's a big time uh, vag- like vagabond community, dude. Tons of homeless go through there. Really? That's like the – like you're not a true vagabond unless you go through Portland. That's like your are you, Now, are you talking truly homeless or are you talking like no, these the are hipster like, homeless that, yeah, are, that the, think it's cool to be homeless yep. and they start traveling around Like the stuff. groups of homeless people that like go from train car to boxcar and, and whatever, whatever. Yeah, that group. Isn't that isn't that insane how there's a lifestyle now of being homeless and people are like, oh, I just want to go travel. With the amount of people, I, I'm not even surprised. Dude, there's a lifestyle for everything. I'm not surprised. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, there's – I mean – there's furries, dude. People like dress up in animals and like dress those up people, in like teddy bears. A lot of those people think they're animals, though. And then there's like the bronies, the people that are all about like unicorns. Um, dude, it does not surprise me that there are some people out there that want to just like roam the streets at night and whatever, sleep outside. Yeah, I think it's strange, but there's there's like mind, entire you know? neighborhoods in San Francisco yeah. where people are 
I forgot what they called him. Shit, Casey's girlfriend would know. Because she, uh, she's the one that told us about him. Because they, uh, they literally just live in their cars. All, and it's oh, like all on one or two blocks, they all live in their cars. And you know what's crazy? Is there probably software engineers making six figures? <laughs> that wouldn't surprise that me. That would not surprise me at all. There's also communities of homeless in San Francisco that live in their tents under freeways. That's true. Ay, 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 man. Is there a way to fix it? I think we've had, I think a long, long time ago we had a podcast that was like geared towards is there a way to fix homeless, but it's not just people that are homeless because we, we started bringing up things that are involved with it, like mental illness and yeah, stuff like that's that. True. So it's not that's necessarily true. a homeless problem. It's a giant mental illness problem yeah, as well. Yeah, and, and drug like abuse that. problem and yeah. Right, exactly. Um, well, 2019 has been exciting. Uh, what do you hope to expect for this coming year? Um, in a perfect year, what would happen to you? For me, in the perfect year, what would happen would be um, I uh, get hired in the financial industry, um, okay. make some make some good money, learn a lot of new things, yep, and then find an. I, it's not necessarily super important for me right away in 2019, but to somehow find either a side hustle or an avenue yep. to get out of the industry I just worked my ass off to get into. <laughs> Get in to, to, get to, out. to be able to maximize my uh, baby. amount of profit earning, like, um, like let's say, let's say I, I became a financial advisor yep. and I started making hundred grand, two hundred grand a year. No big I deal. think it would be ten times cooler to learn everything about that and then leave and start my own thing and kind double, triple, quadruple that, and then find a way to actually step away as well. Nice. Um, but you know, that's just a that's a long term goal, I guess you could say. Well, to the loose ends out there, I do hope. 2019 is just as fruitful as it will be for us. Uh, we are going to own it and make it what we want it to become. Um, just to recap here, uh, the in-laws came over, packed house, little uh, tons of food. Naturally, we, lots we of food. Had, uh, we had a brief discussion over some new laws. Seattle with the with the wage hike. Uh, Kyle kind of clowning on some resolutionists saying, dude, don't start at the first. Start on the eighth when you figure out you want to start it on the first. <laughs> or before in general. Uh, misgendering people and that can slap you on the wrist a little bit. New Hampshire kind of coming to their senses saying 13 year old might be too young to get married. I don't know. 16 is a little more respectful. Yeah. 16, 16 chill though. <laughs> 16 not, will be the number. Yeah, that's cool. All right. We'll settle for that. Uh, California and the mandating of the CEO on the board by the end of 2019. Did we even, we didn't even jump into that. What California mandating CEOs be women? Oh yeah. Well, the only thing uh, the only thing further into that I was going to do is ask you what you thought about it. Um, great question. So, okay, the argument would be if the board is all males and the business is successful, why change it? Yes, that is that would be my argument because you go based off of performance instead of you're basing it off of merit. But when you look at the past probably 40, 50, 60 years of women in the workplace, they haven't had the same uh, they haven't had the same chances, I guess if that makes sense, to get to the positions of power. So a lot of the CEOs, let's just use uh, generic CEO number one who's been with the company for 30 years and he's going to spend his last eight to 10 years with the company because he's a company guy. Well, the women in that industry haven't had the same opportunity over the course of those 30 years to get to his position. So when we say, well, this guy's more, more qualified, it's because he was really the only one given the opportunity to become qualified. If that makes sense. Yeah, but not over the past five to 10 years. 
Correct. And no scene, I will acknowledge I, what you're saying before that, absolutely. But exactly. The past five and so years, that precedence... Going, if, if, not, to, not to jump in, but I'm going to before yeah, yeah, I forget. Yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I think that if there was a corporation and there was a girl or a woman, whatever, that was just absolutely killing it, and they saw, and they saw what she was doing and they were like, okay... This girl's gonna make our firm another twenty million extra a year based off what we're making. They're gonna make they're gonna put her on the board of directors. They're not gonna say fuck that twenty million dollars just because she's a girl. Not to mention on top of that, I'm I'm actually gonna knock a few points out here. On top of that, the guys that are on the board of directors now, they might be intermingled so well that they work so well together that they get a lot of stuff done. You bring in somebody who might be insulted off something you say, they have to change their entire speech patterns up and the way they do things, and they could in turn be less profitable. Because of those things. So think of us. I've never. Okay. It's rare that a CEO is like um, someone in the C-suite is less than 15 years tenured with the company. That puts us somewhere around 2000. Okay. So I'm saying 30 years ago, that puts us somewhere in 1990-ish. There's not women in the workplace that were given the same opportunities to become the CEOs or in the C-suite. So now with this new law, what it's doing is it's saying, look, guys, you need to have at least one. Now, if a company, let's just say company A has 100 employees, 100 female employees, one of them has to be capable, has to be capable of being on the C-suite. So your job as a company is to find the best talent and put them in that position. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I totally get it. I get where it's but as going. A, as of five to ten years ago, there's no such thing as a glass ceiling anymore for women. Right. Now, now let me ask you this. Because If of anything, this, there's a white ceiling good. for white men now, now. Exactly. As of five to ten years ago. So if this law is now in place, do you think some boards will actually put more than one girl? Um, If, if their skill is appropriate, absolutely. Cool. And I think that's the whole purpose of this of this law. Um, whether I agree or disagree with it is irrelevant, but what I think I'm trying to get to here is the purpose of the law is to have the company forcefully filter through their female candidates and find the best ones. Right. Like, make them actively look. Right, but at the same time, what if there's still 10 more males that are more highly qualified, and she's number 11 out of the 11 people total? Now they have to put her on there. Yeah, and that's that is a tough question. Not gonna lie, because a meritocracy is where the athletics field lies in, and and a meritocracy when it comes to money is where the economy goes. But I guess the bigger question is how oh, I just thought about Title Nine and it bugged me. <laughs> how, oh man! How does how how does a company cultivate its employees? And I guess it's just trying to challenge and break that down. Yeah, um, I totally get it. I understand the I'm, I understand the thought process behind the law. Yeah, I'm definitely not. I just don't to think it. it'll. I think if anything, it'll in the long run hurt uh, females, just like the minimum wage is hurting unskilled sure, laborers. Sure. Not to compare females to unskilled well, laborers, right? Right. But, right. <laughs> but um, I think in the long run, it'll it'll hurt them just like that other one is for uh, minimum wage. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Just kind of recapping the new laws, the revolutionists, the resolutionists, not revolutionists. Um, Hey, some of those resolutionists might be revolutionists. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Kyle, you do have the last word. What do you got for the loose ends out there? Um, I'm just going to touch on one of the topics for the last word. Um, I am actually part of that group that is actively uh, trying to leave the state of California. Um, Whether uh, my my top uh, two choices are either uh, Idaho or uh, Denver. 
Um, both of which I'd, I'd, uh, be in the big city, Boise or, uh, or the biggest city, I guess, Boise or Denver. Um, but it's strictly for the purposes of, uh, job and cost of living compared to California. I think that getting away from the California laws would just be an added benefit. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's just a fun fact from me and I hope everybody, uh, has a great uh, new year. Thank you to the loose ends. Peace. Deuces.